Uh, welcome to episode seven of Trev Talks, a podcast. Now, I hadn't done any for a while, and then all of a sudden, within the space of a of a week, I've managed to do two. So a bit like London buses, you're standing there waiting for, for one, and then seven arrive in five minutes. So I'm pleased this afternoon to be joined by Addy Azazi, who's currently a striker at Billericay Town. Addy, thank you very much for coming on. Happy to be here, mate. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. And we've been having a chat with the last sort of uh, week or so about player insurance in the non-league game and how it's almost non-existent and that. So we thought it's a great, great time to put this topic out there because there's a lot, there's a lot that goes on every day that we don't really know about, don't we? Absolutely, absolutely. I feel like, yeah, it's definitely a topic that I feel like we need to shed more light on. I feel like it's getting better. I do feel like it's getting better. Um, I feel like we, we can create a lot more awareness about it. And I know that clubs now are starting to take a lot more awareness um, and to starting to put their players in the right directions. I believe not all clubs, but I feel like a lot of clubs that their medical department, especially I know mine at Billericay, uh, Mark, he's, he's quite heavy on it now and he's I think he's in the process of putting players in the right direction. And so, yeah, it's, it's something that I feel like can we can shed a lot more light on, definitely. We'll take it back, I say a fair way. Um, you were a pro at Charlton where you started and you've been at AFC Wimbledon as well and you obviously spent a bit of time at, at other football league clubs. Um, my understanding is, and correct me if, if it's wrong, but once you've been a pro, you're a member of the PFA and that stays with you even if you drop into non-league football so you still enjoy the PFA benefits. Yes, correct. Yeah, so yeah, once you're part of the PFA, you're you're, you're a member for life. Um I'm not going to sit and slate them. I feel like they do a lot of good. I do feel like they do a lot of good um, in terms of, especially when you're in the pro game. Um, I feel like they look after you a lot. Yeah, there's bits I feel like they can improve on. Um, the only thing with the PFA, if you, unfortunately, if you don't make it into the pro game, you don't receive the benefits, which, again, we know you can play such a... Non-league is excellent. I love non-league. And you can play such a high level and make such a good living and enjoy it. And it's so competitive. But again that from National League to, to EFL, if you don't step into that, across that line into the EFL, you, again, you don't you don't get those benefits, unfortunately. And when you look at the National League and even into the South and the North as well, you've got so many full-time teams. They're effectively a pro club, aren't they? But they can't get those benefits, some of those players, if, especially if they're youngsters as well, rising through, you know, rising through a club. Yeah, definitely. Like you said, um, I could only talk about the National League. Well, I can talk about National League and National League South last year. Obviously, we know that. I think the National League, you might as well call it League Three. Yeah. It's bigger, there's bigger teams in the National League than there is probably in the in the league. Too, especially last season. I know you have you've had obviously Wrexham going to the EFL, Notts County, but yeah, you look at the standard, and I think there's only one or two. I think Willstone are part time, and yeah, that's right. There's one more. I feel like there's one more that's part time. I'm not. I'm not even sure if Oxford City this year. I feel like they might even still be part-time. Don't quote me on that. but Yeah, I think they could be. Yeah, although they might be hybrid. Oh, hybrid, yeah. So that's another thing that a lot of teams yeah. are starting to do. But yeah, it's tough because, again, you're in full-time. This is your job. This is your livelihood. Um, And it's unfortunate that, if, again, if you're not sometimes covered or don't have certain things in place, if something was to happen, which you're putting your line on, which you're putting your body on the line every day, you might not reap the benefits of someone that, that has been in, involved in the professional game and and has been played in the EFL. So obviously as a pro, with like, you, you obviously the PFA side of it and everything like that, if you get injured, say when you were playing for Charlton or, or at AFC Wimbledon, 
how does it work sort of cover wise with your wages and and everything does the pfa have any involvement in that or is it fully done by the club yeah so obviously speaking for myself whenever i've been involved at a club um again because it's full-time professional as you expect you have all the, the the better facilities you have the better resources they have private clinics or they have better relationships with outside 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 sources that they can kind of call upon through their yeah. connection which they might be able to get you in quicker for a scan or they might have a good um relationship with a specialist that they've used in the past that might be doing them a favor and again when you're in a professional game yeah you you're, in a, you're under a contract so whereas and i found this out when i went into the non-league so when you sign a contract in the professional game you usually st- it starts from i think it's the first of july and it goes yeah. through to end of June going yeah. into the July so and if you have a two-year free etc you get paid all throughout so the difference obviously with non-league is that you get paid when the season's on when the season finishes yeah. depending on listen and I know some players might have certain contracts where they get paid in the summer I know but a majority wise and again but because smaller clubs they don't have the gate they don't have the the resources and it's a way I, I understand it they don't have the resources and it's more, it's, it's better for the clubs um, and yeah, it's better for the sustainability of the club. So again, if you're not playing games, you might put your wage on pause and then when you start to, when the games start again, they start to get the gate, your wages just start again. So yeah, when obviously within the, um, yeah, so within a play pro game, obviously if you were to get injured, um, you'd be covered under your club, um, depending on what the club's kind of procedures are. They'd usually look after you in terms of scans. Um, again, you would you'd be getting paid throughout your whole contract, which is part of the contract. So, yeah, you you yeah you you wouldn't as such have to worry about your your income or your bills. But then again, if you're unfortunate and you do get injured back end of your contract, let's say your contract finishes in that July or that June, and you yeah. get injured back in the season, then it's yeah you're looking at potentially. Yeah, it's been in a bit of a sticky situation in terms of you've got bills to pay, you're injured, you might not be able to get a club. You may pay a month or two away. That's, that's just a brief. And just one thing I want to touch on, or just before we move on to your story as well, is you played in Scotland and yeah. you played in Wales. So how does does, does that differ in any way with their PFA arrangement? Do you still stay part of England? Do you have to join theirs or how does that work? Yeah, so that's a good question, actually. Um, so when I went to Scotland, I was still part of the PFA. Yep. I was still part of the English PFA. Um, however, they did give me the opportunity um, to become part of the Scottish PFA while I was playing up there. So I'm not... Well, I don't... From what I know, I'm not still part of that. I haven't yep. received anything or... You normally get updates, but I haven't received any updates um, okay. as to whether I'm still part part of the PFA but I know that yeah my my membership as part of the English PFA never stopped I've always been part of the PFA so I think at one time I could kind of reap the benefits of both so if I needed certain things in this PFA in the Scottish PFA I could kind of pluck things from there and if I needed help here I could kind of pluck things from the English PFA so that was good but um fortunately enough I didn't really have to as well as in school, I didn't really have to 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 dive into anything like that I was quite I was okay up there um in regards to Wales obviously because we're still part of the um the EFL it just pretty much yeah you, you, it didn't really change yeah, yeah I wasn't part of any 
Yeah, I just thought I'd ask that because I thought maybe it might be. I know it's not like going it's not like going abroad because it's part of the UK, but yeah, because it's different associations. I just wonder whether there's anything slightly different. But that's quite good if you can, you know, pick bits. No, yeah, I get it. Well, um, you know, that's really good. So yeah, yeah. So moving on to you, you had, I say, and and you've had quite you had quite a serious injury yourself. Was that pro or was that non-league time? Is that so? Sorry, I lost. You. Is that with, with my rupture my Achilles? Did you say? Yeah, 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 yeah. So funny enough, that was actually my yeah. That was when I was at Newport. That was my second year. So I signed for Newport in January. Uh, so I signed a two and a half year deal at Newport. So I actually ruptured. Funny enough, I ruptured my Achilles, and this is probably every night any any manager's nightmare in the off season before pre season. Oh. Yeah. So. Yeah, as you can imagine, that was a bit of a tough call, trying to call uh, Mike Flynn and explain that I'd uh, ruptured my Achilles trying to get fit to be the best version of myself for him. <laughs> so, yeah, that was um, a call I was a bit nervous about making, but it had to be done. So, yeah, I was in the off-season playing around, um, as you do with a lot of players, non-league, pro game. Uh, funny enough, I was actually with Moses Emmanuel at the time he was there. There's a few yeah. people there. Um, yeah, so Moses Emmanuel, I can't remember... Uh, Strike at Dulwich. Um, there's a few. There's a few there that would again. We were just all in the same mindset, wanting to be better, wanting to come back as fit as we could. Um, so yeah, we we're doing a bit of training in South London, and then um, yeah, my worst nightmare. I, I, we were doing a little bit of a keep ball session, and then I literally passed the ball to go do a one two, and then it literally felt like someone two foot me down the back of my leg. So now I've looked behind, thinking, who's who, who's the corner two foot me? That's silly. We were trying to get fit, and then. The minute I saw no one there, I knew exactly what I'd done. I knew that I'd I felt a pop. The boys said that they felt a pop, they heard a pop. I felt something. And I just knew straight away that yeah, this is serious. Um went down, felt the back of my leg as you do, felt nothing there. And then yeah, that the pain just was yeah, it was something I've never felt in my life, um, to be honest with you. And I would have probably wish on my worst enemy. Um, but yeah, like as you can imagine, you have all kinds of things going through your head. Um, family, bills football, not be able to prove myself, just gone to a new club. And for, and I always say this, unfortunately enough, and I thank God up to this day, I ruptured it in a position where a lot of players, and it's only now I've dropped into the non-league game. And I see that obviously you have so many good players, so many good teams, but a lot of working class people that go out and earn a good living, they work half of their money away from football as well. Um, so it's only now I've kind of dropped into the non-league and I see how hard like obviously like me working part-time and me playing football part-time for the last couple of years, seeing players that they're working, waking up at four o'clock in the morning, working, coming to games, working and see the, to provide for their families. And I, I kind of made me think, wow, like, it, obviously if, they, if I did that at this period now, when I was see, that would have prevented me from working, would have prevented me from playing, potentially would have stopped the club, whoever I was playing for at the time, it would have given them a reason to, and I would have, understood them a reason to not stop paying me if I can't do my job yeah the, the strain financially mentally it would have had on me but not just me my son my my fiance um bills houses you, you start looking at you might wreck up debt sell things that you don't want to sell and it's, it just kind of got me thinking I always thank god up to this day like obviously no one ever wants to get injured but thank god I got injured at that period where I was able to have my full wage. Um, I, we managed to buy a house up there. So luckily I wasn't living too far from the training ground. But 
obviously I had injury insurance at the time. So funny enough, before I even ruptured my Achilles, I'd actually funny enough got injury insurance a couple months prior to that. So yeah, something I wasn't even educated. It was never in my process, but living at the house with some of the boys, they kind of just, yeah, they were a bit older than me at the time. I think I was 23, 24, not quite young. So you're just thinking, oh, I'm never going to get injured. I'm fit, I'm healthy. You just never think about these things. Like, and, I, and I think that's I think that's a lot of mindsets what a lot of players have, whether you're young, old, we just sometimes just, I feel like sometimes we just don't want to think about the worst. Yeah. And it's not necessarily yeah. thinking about the worst. It's just putting things in place and thinking, you know what, I'm not, I'm not God, I'm not invincible. Things can happen to me. And we see it daily. You see it daily. We see it weekly. How many ACLs, like tears we see, have ruptures, Achilles um, ruptures. We see it daily. And, and I know, I, being, being one of them, when it happens to you, you never think it's going to happen to you. Mm-hmm. You never do. Like, And it's only once it happens, you think, wow. Like, And then it's a, it's a whirlwind. You start thinking, everything goes through your mind. Honestly, it's, it's, it's frightening at times. Um. And again, and thank God we have the football community. You see a lot of these things like and GoFundMe pages, which are it's great. It's great. And and thank God, like sometimes when people might not be aware that they can have these things in place, not everyone's aware of these things. So thank God the football community community can come together and help these players in these in these difficult times. But as you can see, sometimes players might not get enough that might help them. And listen, football's football's sometimes based on likability. So if you're not liked by much people, you don't really have a lot of connections and people don't take that liking to you because we know that everyone can't really be liked in football. Sometimes it's some people have that character and that kind of, yeah, that that kind of personality. So sometimes you people might not be like, oh, I played against him. He's a bit of a, I don't know if I can swear, he's a bit of an idiot. I'm not going to do that. that. That's human nature. Like yeah. it's human nature. That's, that happens sometimes. And if you like this person, you, like, you, you'll probably give more. So, and that's not, necessarily how people how it should go everyone should have a fair chance and if they've got everyone's got families everyone's got kids everyone's got mortgages everyone's got things they need to pay for and you shouldn't have to struggle be based these things purely on your lack of ability or for club is able to post things so it's just raising awareness around that i believe but um yeah it's something that yeah i, I, I believe strongly on and and I, yeah speaking from experience i feel like i know what it feels like we saw last year, obviously Alex Fletcher at, at Bath City collided horrendously with the um, concrete hoarding. Great to see him back playing this year at your level at National League South as well. And just last week, Amadam Ramadan at Ashford United with a double leg break as well. Just reading that in the non-league paper actually this, this weekend. Um, they actually have a club policy through the Ishman League as well. So he's actually all right with it. And as he said himself, um, there are policies out there you can you can get for yourself. What have you actually found that some leagues do, some don't, some clubs do, some don't, but it's not a universal thing that it should be? Um, so uh, I actually have a friend, so obviously I won't name his name, but he recently signed for Ebersfleet. And obviously he obviously he, he dropped out of the professional game, um, signed for Ebersfleet. And obviously he was like, Adi, what? Like, obviously he's used to always having these things in place in terms yeah. of obviously being covered in terms of obviously getting your treatment, not necessarily having a payout that might help you or along these lines, but he's obviously always been used to having that kind of, that benefit always, not having to worry about um, scans, because scans, they cost a lot. Like appointments, seeing specialists, they cost a lot, but the, the clubs under certain insurances they have are able to pay it. So he's always had that luxury, but coming into non-league, we know what non-league is like, there's not as much money. 
yeah. it's a lot more gritty. It's, it is what it is, which we probably why we all love it. Um, but yeah, I know that in their in his contract what he signed, I know he part of it was that they have to um sort out their own injury insurance in case anything happened. Okay. So, and I think that's amazing. I feel like that that's that's really good because again, it, we don't know everyone, everyone has different contracts and everyone has different yeah. clauses of contracts. But if you kind of shed that light on that. Um, and let them know that listen, we obviously will help you, we'll help rehab you, this, that, and the other. And listen, there might be other terms, but I just know that he had to they had he had to look externally for injury insurance, which I feel like every club or most clubs should do. Um, because again, like I said before, like I touched on before, a lot of players probably don't have injury insurance because they're just not aware of what it is, they're not aware of the benefits. They just they might think it's a scam, which it, it isn't. They they just you just have to educate these players and but like, listen, if this was to happen, God forbid. This is what will kick in. This is what happens. You have an income, like you have things like income protection that help them when if they were to let's say they had they did injure themselves for eight, six to eight months, they, they'd have income protection in place, which if they work away from football, that would cover 60% of their wages. So again, that helps take away that bit of listen, like I said, no one wants to be injured, and you're always gonna have that stress and that anger and why did it happen to me. But if you can kind of eliminate another stress that might be because of financially then I think that's a bonus for and that that yeah you have these things in place so I know that clubs do advise their players I know some clubs do um I know a lot of clubs are probably a bit behind um again like I said I'm speaking about Billy Ricky I know that they're quite on it and they know the benefits of it and they know it can happen to anyone and I feel like they're they're quite on it as well they're good um so but I think it's just yeah educating players um and letting them know and just raising awareness around it is is the major thing to be honest with you where where do you think the education should come from should it come from the fa should it come from the leagues itself that, that you're competing in um mm-hmm. i mean i can remember myself four years ago when i was i was secretary at, at wick down here in sussex at step six and yeah. as a club we had we, we we had to have insurance there was no yeah. ifs buts no or or maybe um there was obviously no talk around about you know their own own player insurance or, or anything like that so there was this, that small bit in place but you know where should that education come from because as you say yeah. it's so beneficial to every single player whether they're at step one or they're at step six exactly, exactly. and again like you said um, I know a lot of I know clubs probably they probably might not even be able to I know they have to have certain insurances in places so I'm not saying yeah. they don't have it. I know they do have some type of insurance but I feel like yeah they need to have something in place for the benefit of the player because away from football, they might have benefits in place that help the player while they're at football in terms of they might be able to get them into certain scans and to pay for treatment or things they need at football. But it's that bit away from football, I feel like mm. that's where they need to to help or advise the player. Like external, I think the league, yeah, the league can help. I feel like maybe having representatives to go into the league, like, Firms that are potentially like I work for. I know there's other firms out there that probably I work for that that are out there that I don't work for that um probably could maybe having connections there. Um, but I feel like maybe yeah something again the PFA may raise more awareness for non-league players. I know that you don't have to worry about it necessarily when you're playing. I know it's just, it's like an extra benefit when you're a professional, mm. but it is things that when you do get injured outside of professional football, it really does affect people. And I've seen it firsthand. I've seen it, seen it a lot. Um, so maybe I don't know if there's the national league um could put something in place. It's hard, it's hard for me to, to comment on that, but 
I feel like, yeah, if we can, as individuals, we can just people like myself, like you, what we're doing now, talking about it. Hopefully, if if one or two can even just, yeah, from from this what they're hearing, just spark a conversation. They might not even be that they want to, but just spark a conversation. So you know, okay, maybe when I'm ready, or okay, I'm ready now. Yes, what's the what can I do to put in place? Or they sometimes I feel like sometimes people it's like they need to see it happen in front of them which is not always the best yeah. thing they have to see it happen in front of them or someone close or or worse because it happen to themselves sometimes for them to for, for the light to just almost like switch on and be like wow but and then some people are fortunate enough that they know what they're like you know what I don't want it to ever get to that point and they just make that they just take that jump of faith beforehand so yeah I feel like things that we're doing now um that we do in Twitter we raise awareness we try to tweet about things hopefully and I know that yeah our tweets already have reached out to a few people and I've seen obviously people got in contact which is nice and they've got in contact with me and spark a conversation and to get things in place which is which is good and obviously it's nice for me knowing that I can help them along their journey and go for it and like I said I don't ever want them to have to use it mm. that's the last thing I want them yeah. to have to it's it's almost something that you pay for but you, you you wish you never have to use it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's nice. It's almost as if there's a, there's a space for something like the PFA, but in a smaller version within the mm-hmm. non-league game to be able to yeah. take some of these things as well and and really really help the game, help the players, players yeah. like yourself, but also for those players that drop out of the of the program as well, like the young kids yeah. that don't make it in the academy as well that drop into non-league. So, and Absolutely. then they're almost in, they're out of that bubble, aren't they? And then into, yeah. a, you know, a small fish in a big pond, aren't they? 100%, 100%. And you see all the time and, yeah, you see all the time kids drop out. They're used to all these things like they've wanted to live a certain lifestyle, portray a certain lifestyle. And listen, I, I get it. Like, I, it's, I'm not going to sit and, and judge them because I, I, I did that. Mm. <laughs> I did that when I was that age. I, I thought I made it when I first got my first contract, get a, a decent car. You think yeah. you're the man, and you don't think about little things like my mum always used to say, Oh, make sure you get a degree, make sure you do things. And you're like, Ah, oh, mum, I don't need that. I'm going to be playing in the Prem. Because that's your mindset. You do. You generally think you're going you're gonna to make it to the Prem. And you don't think about little things like injury protection. You don't think about going to having a plan B, education. Like, you don't think about all these little things that, because it's so hard to make it at a pro game. Even in the National League now, you see it's so hard. You see pros that have had years, careers, 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 really good careers. They can't even get a National League team now. So, it's hard, like, and the quality of the player you see from step one to step seven, it's this quality is there. Like, it's just they have a starting up, they haven't had the opportunity, or they're dropping down. But the quality is there to see, and it's it's so competitive now. So, yeah, it's yeah, just trying to raise awareness and and helping these young players. And, and I try to talk I, like I feel like I do try to help a lot of young players, whether not just in short stuff, just in terms of their game advice. And obviously, I'm an older player, and I'm 29 now, so I like mm-hmm. to trying to pass on any knowledge I know, good or bad, that I might see them going down that way. And I, I try to help them with that. So, and, I, and I'll, I'll continue to do so. So if there was a magic wand or an imaginary pot of money, what would you, mm. f- from your point of view as a player, what would you like to see set up to help everyone going forward with specifically these insurance details more than anything else? If I had a magic pot... I think I'd probably like to go into clubs myself. If I if if I could, if I had a money pot, I could fund everything. I'd I'd like to create a campaign. We're probably working alongside the firm I'm at. Um, players that I know that are doing things what I'm doing similar. 
yeah. uh, protection visor uh, going into that, which again, I feel like it's relatable because we played, it's not like we're just a random guy off the office because you have protection advisors that work in everyday life because, and we also, we don't just do, um we do all kinds of insurance, but I feel like it's more relatable when you're hearing it from someone that's been in the game and has been around and seen multiple injuries, um, has had an injury himself, has and and had the knowledge and and the people around him to help implement things and put things in place and to educate and come into clubs and and to just let them know that these things are listen football's football we love it but again like I like I said in my my tweet we probably saw you have insurance in place for everything else yeah like your body shouldn't be cut from that like if anything your body's probably the most important thing you should protect yourself and I'm not just talking football I'm talking anyone if you gym goers anyone like you have kids, you should put things in place to protect yourself, protect them, so that going forward, they're sorted and you're looked after. Because it's not just injury, just, there's a lot of illnesses going around now. Cancer is the biggest killer. So it's putting things in place to help yourself, to put yourself in the best position. So if I could, I'd yeah, that that would be what I'd love to do. And, but I'm probably trying to achieve on a smaller scale through Twitter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, yeah, that would be what I'd love to do. But as you said, quite a few people have been in touch already as well. So if anybody's listening, a player, club, manager, anybody, how can they get in touch with you to try and accelerate the process? Um, yeah, so again, I'm, I'm, I like to say I'm quite approachable. Um, again, drop me a DM. I know Twitter's a bit funny now. You need to have a blue tick now in order to, to send someone a message. I think now it's not as easy as it used to be. But my email's on there. Um, maybe you just want to comment on one of my tweets, anything like that, uh, send me an email. And Instagram, it's a lot easier to think to DM on Instagram, anything like that. My name's still added Aziz on that. So anything, yeah, if they want to get in contact with me for email, direct message, um, write a tweet to me. If you know me, you have my number, uh, give me a call, message me. I'm open to a conversation. Um, and just, and if you don't want to take it, just, just I'm open to a conversation, just talking and, and yeah. Brilliant stuff. Addy, it's been great to have you on. It's been great to talk about a subject that I, that I think, like you as well, needs to be out there and a bit more focused. And hopefully that will bring a few more people out to say, actually, yeah, this is this is what we need and we can get it done. No, brilliant. No, thank you, Trevor. Thank you for having me on. It's been a pleasure, mate. Good talking to you.